Hello, I'm Dermot McKeever, co-founder and CEO of Powerful Planet. Welcome to our podcast, Tipping Point. At Tipping Point, we intend to explore and promote regenerative solutions for a greener future. We are, I think, past the point where we can waste anything, not time and not resources. In every episode, we'll dive into the latest developments and innovations in the world of green energy with a special focus on harnessing power from non-recyclable waste. The tipping point we're referring to is the inherent conflict between our economic model and our environment. We need to consciously decide to support the environment because if we don't, frankly... Any economic model we choose won't make any difference. Let me give you a very recent example. Shell have just announced a profit of $39.9 billion. Except, if we judged their performance accurately and balanced this purely economic gain against the damage they wrought on our environment, they actually made a really, really huge loss. The shareholders and executives profited from the current economic framework. But the rest of us are going to be paying the environmental bill. Should we make that around trillion dollars? I also know that BP made their profit target but missed their climate target. No real surprise, but it just shows you where the real focus of that leadership team lies. The tipping point achievement for me is moving from the current three Ps that we seem to worship. Power, profit and possessions. And shifting to a new three Ps of purpose, planet and people. It's not going to be easy and everybody will talk about the naivety of assuming that that change can take place, but it is achievable. At Power for Planet, we've focused heavily on how we can start that process and an awful lot of work is already going on around the world, some of it not seen, to see how we can shift that balance back. We like to think about the six R's. As you can see, I do like a bit of alliteration. The first one is to reduce. Obviously, if you do not have enough food, if you do not have a house, if you do not have any power, the concept of reduction doesn't apply. However, large parts of the world do have enough. And so to reduce our power use, they always say, and I agree, the greenest power is the stuff you don't use in the first place. We reduce the amount of power we use. We reduce the amount of things we own. We reduce the amount of things we create. So the first step is to all of us to have a look at how much we act, how much burden we place on our planet. The second R is reuse. So we have a very disposable society. White goods are a great example of, you know, they used to hang around for years, but now you have them for a couple of years and then you just throw them away and you buy another one. Nobody seems to want to repair anything. Worse still, some manufacturers are building redundancy into their model. So some software on some phones, for example, stop working after a certain period of time, which means you go and buy a new one. We need to stop that. We need to reuse whatever we can. Cars don't just last for three years anymore. They last for decades, so they need to be reused. The third R is to recycle. There's an awful lot of talk about recycling at the moment and sadly the evidence shows that quite a lot of the recycling that's being claimed isn't actually happening a lot of it is going to landfill ocean dumping and being burnt in the open so recycling of plastic is a really good example of this so everybody says that the 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 perceived wisdom is that about 10 percent of plastic gets recycled in reality i think some studies are starting to show that could be as low as three or four percent 
And sadly, the OECD predict that we will be producing more and more waste, and in particular plastic waste, as we go forward. We're not reducing, we're not reusing, and in the case of plastic, not really recycling. The fourth R is to repurpose. This is where uh, we work as a business. We take non-recyclable waste, and instead of letting it go to landfill and into the oceans, we turn it into green power. So repurposing what's left once we've reduced, once we've reused, once we've recycled, the non-recyclable waste that's left is available to us to turn into power, and that's what we should be doing with it. The fifth R is regeneration. We are past the point where sustainability is acceptable. You can't sustain where we are, because if we stay where we are, which is what sustaining is, we're in for a very, very difficult future across our planet. So we need to be regenerative in the way. We need to stop the environmental damage we're currently doing and start to repair the environmental damage we've already done. And the sixth R is regrowth. So at the moment, there's a, a binary debate about you have to either choose on the one hand growth or on the other hand degrowth. I, I don't see our society going for degrowth. But actually, we think there is a third option, and that's regrowth, where we reframe the way that we measure growth. To give you an example... Countries measure their growth using a thing called gross domestic product. I think emphasis there would be on the word gross. And that means that it just is an, it's just a, a revenue-generating model where you say, if your revenue goes up in a, a quarter, then you've done well. And actually, we should be looking at that in a completely different light. So we need to be measuring not GDP, not gross domestic product, but net planet benefit. We need to be lauding the societies that actually deliver some benefit to the rest of the planet, to the environment, to the people. That's the shift we need to see. That is another of the tipping points that we would want to talk about on this podcast. In terms of what we do, we recognise very early in our life that power has always been weaponized since the dawn of the Industrial Revolution. It's been used by individuals, by companies and countries to control people. If OPEC operated inside a single country, it wouldn't be legal because it's a cartel. But it seems to have no problem operating at all. And we want to democratise this power, to give people back the control, to give you back the control. We talk to our clients about something we call the power trilemma, which is about ensuring that you have control over your supply security, control over your energy costs, and control over the environmental impact of the energy that you use. We believe the way to do this is to become grid independent and we facilitate our clients in achieving that through turning non-recyclable waste, whether it's organic or inorganic, into on-site power using technologies such as pyrolysis, anaerobic digestion and slurry covers. These are all proven technologies that can bring you benefits today. They can bring you below grid price power right here, right now. And unlike the other renewables, which we like, by the way, so it's not a criticism, solar and wind's main issue, of course, is they're not always on. Power derived from non-recyclable waste can be available to you 24-7. The way we do it is to deploy our global database of technology partners, plus our expertise in identifying waste types, and then add on our knowledge of the project process to produce a grid independence roadmap for any business or any community anywhere in the world. So in large part, the purpose of this podcast is to show everyone that action is an option. We cannot and should not wait for our so-called leadership, be they leadership of big businesses or leadership in a political sense, to take action. 
We've seen from the various cops, 26, 27, I'm sure we're going to see from 28, led by an oil company, that action isn't going to emanate from them. It's down to us. Every business, every community can take control of their power. So I'd like to thank you for listening and hopefully you will join me next time and on all future podcasts there will be a guest who will talk to us about their experience of helping to reclaim our planet. Thanks for listening.